uh, Our Father. Have you seen that documentary about a guy in oh Zionsville? I heard about this. Indiana. Yeah, I'm thinking about yeah. Was like a sperm, do- like a, a re- uh, pregnancy doctor, something. Yeah. And he impregnated like I don't know how many. It was a lot of. I think it was, it like, was a like dozen in, women or something. It was. I thought it was more than that. Maybe it was, it was in more. like the 60s. Yeah, it was a lot. He fathered so many children. I think uh, through like DNA testing, they found him. Oh. You know, which is crazy. Like ninety nine point nine percent of that story is really fucked up, but that point one percent of that story, dude's fertile. Well <laughs> done. You want a sure? Oh you want a sure shot? God. Meet that guy. You know. <laughs> St. Albans Central. Daddy's back again. Dude, let's talk about Andrew Tate, man. We have to. If you have a internet connection and any social media, you've seen this dude like everywhere. He is absolutely everywhere on the internet. Very controversial. Um, It seems like men are entertained by him. And women don't like him. Just a guess. It's a fair assumption. You know, I mean, <laughs> the dude says some wild stuff. I'm one of those people. I think he's he's the greatest thing. He's the greatest product of the internet. Andrew Tate is the greatest product of the internet. <laughs> Hands down. The great it's this perfect blend of humor and shock and awe. And mystery, because you can't tell if he's serious or not. And that's the beauty of the internet. And that's like Norm McDonald's, one of my favorite comedians. You can never tell if Norm was serious or if he was funny. But you had the safety net of, well, he's a comedian. With Andrew Tate, you don't have the safety net of, well, he's he's not a comedian, you know? And like, so it's it's crazy, dude. He is everywhere on the internet, and I am so entertained by him. It's hilarious. He's the best. He's the best. So I think what how he's actually getting all of his content out, I was, like, reading some stuff about him. He has, um, like, Hustlers University, I think. That's one of his income streams. And I think it's, like, 40 bucks a month or something like that. Um, but if I understand it correctly, he has you know, a few thousand people, maybe even more in his hustlers university. And they are all sharing his content. He's not. So they're just like reposting, reposting. And now like that Andrew Tate is like, I mean, we're doing it right now. We're talking about him. We're, we're clout chasing him right now, but it's like, it's because he's popular. So people are just putting them out there just to get clicks on their videos and stuff. He he says some wild stuff. If you don't know who he is, um, he's he's an internet personality. 
Um, but he, he has a lot of different businesses, but he says things, um, that some people perceive as misogynistic. I just perceive it as truth. God. Huh? Huh? No, it's, no, it's, it's, um, he says, he just, you just have, like, if you want a good place to start, a safe place to start, Go to your mom's house podcast with Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky and listen to them interview Andrew Tate. It is one of the most entertaining things I have ever seen in my entire life. And but it's just it's it is again, he is the pinnacle. Andrew Tate is the pinnacle of the internet because he says wild stuff, you don't know if he's serious, and he's good looking. Yeah, just a triple threat. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I showed, I showed a clip of him to my wife. How that? Go? Daddy got in trouble, <laughs> and this is why men don't share their feelings. Because sometimes we share our feelings, and women are like, "That upset me." It's like, "Oh, cool." So I'll keep sharing my feelings and yeah. upset you. You get it, dude. <laughs> yeah. You get it. That's why men say wild shit around other men. Yeah. Because it's just like, we're just dicking around, you know? But you say how you think, if you have an idea or whatever, and it's just like, that's upset. I'm upset. And it's just like, this is why I don't tell you how I feel or what I think, because I upset you. <laughs> so, like, let's not pretend. Like, yeah, for sure, I'm afraid of one of my friends from junior high popping around the corner, like, You know, that everybody's like, that's like, guys have to deal with that. Being called gay, you know, because they shared their feelings, you know. <laughs> that's why we don't. It's because our friends made fun of us, and you can't handle our feelings. Like Jack Nicholson, he's like, you can't handle the truth. You can't handle my ideas. Because I try to like, like I was saying, I was talking to somebody the other day. Have you seen, I think it was the, um, uh, what is the show? Uh, our father. Have you seen that documentary about a guy in Oh Zionsville? I heard about this. Indiana. Yeah, I'm about, yeah. was like a sperm, doc like a, 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 a pregnancy doctor, something. Yeah, and he impregnated like I don't know how many. It was a lot of. I think it was, it was like, a like dozen in, women or something. It was. I thought it was more than that. Maybe it was, it was in like more. the 60s. Yeah, it was a lot. He fathered so many children. I think uh, through like DNA testing, they found him. Oh. You know, which is crazy. Like ninety nine point nine percent of that story is really fucked up, but that point one percent of that story, dude's fertile. Well <laughs> done. You want a sure? Oh you want a sure shot? God. Meet that guy. You know. Jesus Lord. <laughs> but it's you know it's like I don't know. Maybe I've been listening to too much Andrew Tate, you know? He's just, uh, he is, I don't know. I think he's, I think he's funny. What do you, do you think he's real? Do you think he's fake? I don't, I mean, of what I've listened to, I, I look at him as a troll. So yeah. the way I frame him as a troll, like he's just doing it to egg people on, get, mm -hmm. a, get a rise out of people. But then there are parts of me that thinks like, how much? How much of is this is troll? Like, is, yep. it's almost coming a little too smooth. But I'm telling you, like that's so you don't know. good. It's mystery. He's good at it. Like that's that's the. But that's what for me. That's what draws me in. 
I tend to give people a really long leash with comedy. Yeah. Like if if I know someone's just trying to get a laugh out of somebody, mm-hmm. I usually I'm like they're just being a troll. Like yeah. they don't mean they don't really I, think that the, way. Yeah. But my my guess Andrew Tate is I think he's like 60% real and 40% a troll. Maybe 70-30. Yeah. Because I think he really thinks... But sometimes, you know what gets really uncomfortable is when he says something and you're like, yeah, I I think you're right. You know, you can't tell anybody that. You can't tell anybody like, that Andrew Tate guy, he makes, he makes some good points sometimes. People will lose their pants, dude. Mm. I mean, I was just looking a little bit up about him. So he used to be a kickboxer. Yeah. For years. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, and then he was on Big Brother, and he got kicked off or something. Yeah, I guess he got kicked off. And uh, I watched a video, and he, there like leaked footage of him like hitting somebody, a woman. So like from what he said, he's like they took that out of context. Like it was like a kink thing. Oh. And but I don't know. Was it like in a Walmart parking lot? No, I think it's in a bedroom or something like that. Hmm. So which I'm like maybe that's where kink things happen. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I think he's 70%. I would say 70% real. He really believes what he says. Dang. Um, 30% is inflammatory because it just gets clicks. Dang. But that's the thing, dude. It's like sometimes I just wish I just don't didn't give two fucks about anything. You know, it's also it's kind of like a... Um to me, that was like Westboro Baptist. Like they would be an amazing podcast guest. Oh, I would love it. I they would, would just love it. Fly. You would be like, are you you're seriously gonna say that? And you be- mm-hmm. you actually believe yeah. that? But see, I would like egg them on. I'm like, yeah, yeah dude, the gays are ruining this like, country. I think they're like eighty five percent real, and then there's I think with even I them, think they're they're like hundred percent real, man. They're I know, but I think the there's Lord. like ten percent of that is just like they're doing it to get like they want oh they like to get that exposure, yeah. like they want to get clicks, so they'll just yeah. say stuff like yeah they're all sluts. Well, dude, that's the thing that like that's what scares me about doing things for the greater good, because that's easy to hijack, dude. Yeah. It's like easy like people who like reported their families. For like when the whole vaccine stuff was going on, they would like report their families, and I'm just like, what? Are, or um, I, I've seen some uh, kids uh, like report their parents when during like the the January sixth stuff. Like, yeah, my parents were there. Oh my god! And it's just like, dude, what are we doing? Like, but the, but it's just like, well, it's for the greater good, you know. It gets scary, man. That stuff gets scary because a lot of people they just like when you think you're on the right side of history. Oh yeah, it can get dicey. You gotta like that's why that's why critical thinking is important and having information from both sides that you, need you to have always to sift assume through. you don't have the full picture. Hundred percent, dude. And that's I mean yeah. even in like Christianity, dude. Like oh, yeah. how many conversations have I had back in the day where I look back I'm like, yikes. Ooh, I was cringy for years. yikes, dude. Oh yeah. Mm. it's yeah it's it is scary and you just you see people just but those are the loudest people are the people have the most confidence sure you know people who are like oh i'm not wrong which is like for me it's like i don't have much confidence in anything that's why i i mostly take like i don't necessarily want people to know what i think i just want like i just want to say something absurd because it makes me laugh (laughs) but like my hope is that people really have no idea yeah 
what I think. We don't know. Because honestly, I'm just, I'm not confident in like a lot, of, like even politically, like whatever it is, I'm just like, well, I don't know. They're like, both sides make really good arguments. Yeah. But. We'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out <laughs> we'll who's find on out the right side. Yeah, when I get put in an internment camp for the second time. <laughs> Didn't learn from the first time. All right, if you're uh if your eyes are a little squinty, we're gonna put you in one of those Japanese camps. Oh my god. <laughs> hey man, wait hey, hey, this it happened though. They did. I know it did. That's a but, wild part of history. Least, at least Japanese people got reparations. They were like, hey, America's like, our bad. Here's like 20 or 30 grand. Which the black people were like, excuse yeah. me? <laughs> excuse me? Where's my 40 acres and a mule, bruh? You know? I am uh, I am uh, actually, I would be, I think I am a, I am a fan of reparations. Ooh, that's an interesting I am from you. Yeah, Why? I you you come across as a guy that'd be no I I think I am but the challenge sometimes. is it's like how does it take pl- like yeah it's it's been such a long time removed from history that it's like how do you because like so I like yeah. even myself as an example my ancestors were a part of the first slave ship that came to the United States so like I'm it depends on like it, it keeps changing but I'm like twenty ish. 20, 25% African. Wow. So, like, do I get reparations? Because it gets super, su- it gets very, very complex. And I think the longer America does what they do, which is interracial marrying. <laughs> you kind of said that on a weird, you can land on the wrong foot on that Sorry. one. <laughs> no, but it's like, but they say by like 20, like 2050 or 2040, like oh, the, yeah. ma- the majority will be minorities, but will be like mixed race people. I hope, So it's yeah. like, so it gets like really complicated. That's, so that's like the one thing that, I mean, I don't want to say it keeps me from it, but I think we should try to figure out something of just like set up free colleges. Or something like that. I was that. gonna it's say, like, what's hey, like the what's the amount or what's the what is the reparation that you think would be like? Well, I mean, it's like so. I mean, forty acres and a mule back in the day. I mean, land property was everything, and like working the fields was everything. Mm, yeah. Um, I don't think we would have enough acreage in the world to actually give people forty acres and a mule. Which pe- people what, out there in well, you think someone from the south side of Chicago is going to know what to do with a mule? Forty you know? acres is a lot of land. Forty too. acres is a ton that's of a land. That's a lot. Dude. Like that's you know a concerning amount. So of land. like I mean, looking at it today, it's just like cool. Maybe give people free education. Yeah. Simplify it. Set up free colleges or something like that. Hmm. Um. My, I, I I'm not I'm never a fan of giving people money in general. Um, because it's like, it seems tough. It doesn't necessarily fix problems. Like if you already have bad habits, giving you more money is just probably going to make those habits even worse. So that would probably be what I would say for reparations be something of like set up free colleges, um, or maybe interest free business loans or something like that. Um, but I don't know. It seems to, hmm. I, I, 
it doesn't necessarily make sense to me why people are against reparations. That seems weird to me because I'm just like, hey. Remember this big thing that happened? <laughs> yeah. You know, um, most people are, when I talk to like my more like people who are like against it, it's more of like it's too complicated to get it done, which is just like, I understand that. But that doesn't mean we should try. Yeah. We shouldn't try. No. I think it, people feel so removed from it nowadays that they don't understand the impact that. Sure it would have sure like they said well that was that was you know over 100 years ago like there's no way like who cares yeah, but yeah no it's like you think about it, even just 100 years how much that has affected people's families and mm -hmm. legacies and legacy wealth and everything i mean 100 percent, dude i mean it's yeah it, it's uh it's a huge issue now it's like yes like but you can't and i think for a lot of like black people like you can't be a victim your whole life at some point you got to be like okay like i have to figure out how to get out of this you can't just like keeping I don't think it's good to teach children or indoctrinate people that like the system's out to get you. You're set up to fail. I don't think that that's like a positive reinforcement to give a child. You know, I think that's something they should learn. Maybe like or maybe not that, but just like just teach facts in history of like, hey, this is what happened back in the day. This was a problem. We teach this stuff so it doesn't get repeated again, you know. But I don't know. You got to be careful when, when talking, um, talking about that stuff. Mm. But do you think? Um, I've had this idea for a TV show for a while. Um, about a punk rock band that are conservatives. I'm, I'm listening. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> like, in some ways, it's like. Being conservative is the new punk rock. Like so, like if you talk about Ra like Rage Against the Machine, they they played a show which I would love to see Rage Against the Machine, but they're like saying all the democratic talking points, you know, yeah. which it's like, of course, but you know what is punk rock? Being like unapologetically <laughs> pro life, dude. Oh you know, like imagine a punk rock band getting on stage and just being unapologetically pro-life at a, at a concert, like think context, like concerts generally happen in the context of cities. Most cities yeah. tend to be blue. So do they need to go out to like rural areas and have concerts? It's like big old, like, no, they don't. They play, sh they play in. So in, they're still doing cities. like basement shows, like people yeah. just getting in the pit. But they're like, but they're just saying stuff that's like wild. We need a flat tax. Like. Yeah, you know, or like I'm trying to think of like other, like yeah, let's get rid of gay marriage. You know, it's just like, woo, what the fuck is up? Because like, I mean, if you, <laughs> let's get the Denny's. Can you reach out to the Denny's band? Oh, we need to. I can't remember what their name was. I, we looked this up last time. But, um, like, because if you think about, like, what is the essence of punk rock? It's going against the grain of what society tells you to do. And I can't think of anything more punk rock than to be like, like socially and fiscally conservative. That would you know, be like, like this, this is an example. <laughs> Let's say, you, you know, you go to a city. Let's say you go to a city 
you play a show and you're like you're talking about trans rights and they need rights everyone's going to applaud everyone's oh, yeah. like it's not that brave to get in front of a, a group of people that agree with you that's not that brave but you know what it is getting up there and be like fuck your body pro-life you're killing babies you know right am it i would, wrong no they it would certainly be a uh yeah contentious point it would be uh but i'm like because like part of me i'm just like dude that's punk rock that's it, it's interesting how the pendulum has just swung of just like that like these ideas used to be on the fringe you know like the more democratic ideas used to be on the fringe but now they're starting to like become it, it is interesting like i was at a hardcore show a few months back and i remember the crowd felt a little more like right leaning and that was just like a feeling a country thing. show it, it was yeah just blake sheldon it was hell hardcore. yeah dude. <laughs> trevor wall 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 uh, wallen i have no idea well i just like imagine if imagine if i got on stage and played a show while Trump was in office, because when Trump was in office, everybody was just like, this is like, you know, fuck that or orange man bad, blah, 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 blah. Imagine if I got up there and just like, hey, Trump, four more years. All right, this song's called Where Did I Go Wrong? You know? <laughs> like, that's punk rock, dude. Because that, like, you're going to piss everybody off in the crowd. Yeah. That's and I think, I think it would be a great television show. Like, a great show. Maybe Daily Wire will produce it. Oh my god, that'd be I. That is the one thing I would do with Daily Wire if they would let me write a like a conservative punk rock. Who are band. your like? Who who would you want in the conservative realm in that band? Well, I would get like people that you can't like. Candace Owens is in that band. Oh my god, you know uh, Blair White. Do you know who Blair White is? No, she uh, she is a trans woman. Um, I don't, who, base she says that. I like she's like I am biologically a male, which is a hot take. So that I would just I I would fill the band with people that you can't. Like I probably know white like white Marjorie normal. Taylor Green, would you get her? No, I wouldn't do base? like any of the, the crazy QAnon people. <laughs> or yeah, that could be a you know, maybe. Who knows? But like you just get people in the band you can't really do like who are going contrary to how you think they should be. Mm. You know? Yeah. So not like clinically, you know, insane people. Yeah. More just like going against the waves. Yeah. But that's but isn't that I mean that's what punk rock was. Yeah. Yeah. You dressed was, in a certain way. You know, they all like wear dad jeans and tuck in their collared shirts, their polos, you know? Actually that's cool now. Which yeah. we don't know anything weird. anymore. We're, uh, we're dude, so that's touch. that's when you know you get old. Yeah. When you open up Instagram and you look at somebody, you're like, What are these kids wearing? <laughs> that's when you're like, Oh, I'm old now. Yeah. Hundred percent old now. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it would be it would be a great show. It would be really entertaining. What would the name of the show be? I don't know. That's the thing. It's like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know enough about conservatism to like be able to like. Yeah, need a good pun. Yeah, I don't know. It's a you know I'm working on it. Yeah, it's get a, started. It's an idea. Um, it's an idea that might uh that might happen. Um. <laughs> 
That Denny's uh, Grand Slam band, I think, I could be wrong, but it looks like Wacko was the band. Really? That was her name? Dude, I would want... Where are they from, though? Uh, it looks like the Denny's was in California, but I don't know okay. if they were also from California. I would assume that they're in I would assume so. California. Santa Ana was okay. the Denny's. I mean, who knows, dude? Punk rock bands, they like... Or like heavy band, they... They might drive off they, across the country. They come out of the sewers just to play a show. They're like, "Where are you from?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm like in it from a different country." Like, you're playing at a Denny's. Oh, maybe. It was, yeah, I gotta look up this name. We gotta do some research on them. I still think this is. Hey, dude, you want to reach on. out? We need to reach out to. I can set up a pod. Band. I can set up a podcast email right now. We need to get them. Get them on here. I would. I would be. I would be a hundred percent into. Do you? Um. Do you think music festivals are like over? Because they just seem like uh, was it, did Lala just happen? Yeah, it did just last weekend. It just seems like it's a bunch of influencers like dancing. I think we're just old and just getting content. Now. Like, but that's not packed. what it used to be. Uh, was it? I mean, traffic wise, it felt like a lot of people were in Chicago last weekend for Ooh. Lala, but I wasn't anywhere near the grounds. But. but I just, I mean, I don't know. It just, I guess, like like Coachella. When that happened, people were just like, it was gross. It was just a bunch of young kids on their phones. It's creating not con- It's like people nice just creating scene. content. I've never been a, a festival kind Just of like, guy. I want to just like go, I just want to see music, dude. I want to see bands. I just play don't shows. like paying for a full day of band. I get that some people, that's the way they like mm-hmm. want to discover bands. But for me, I don't like spending like 200, 300 bucks. And I'm like, I'm just going to see one band. The rest, I'm like, eh. Yeah. Maybe. I'd yeah. rather just go to like a show that's local. Yeah. And just like see the band I like. And then maybe if there's an opener, that's perfect for me. But like two days of bands mm-hmm. crowded, everyone's sweaty. Like there's not enough deodorant going around. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's annoying. Like, yeah. yeah I, I'm I mean, my cup of tea. I think music festivals are definitely like a young person's or like a deadhead, you know? Yeah. Like an old guy who did a lot of psychedelics when he's younger. Yeah. But. It is for thirty-year-olds. It's just like I don't know, unless it was in a like a killer lineup. If there's a big lineup, then I'm, I'm interested. But, but you're right. I'm actually more interested in going like Fountain Square Music Festival. Yeah. There's like two big names, and then everyone else was like, yeah, smaller. I know That's people that go to like Lala every year, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I would only go if I knew that like it was a stacked lineup on a day. Yeah. Then I would go. Yeah, but, yeah. It takes a lot for me. But to yeah, I don't know. It just. I like just seeing on. It just seems like a bunch of influencers go there and they, oh, it they is. just ruin it, yeah. Because they're trying to create content. Oh, definitely. And it's just like I just want to like talk to my friends, and drink. <laughs> Have you seen the videos of people? Uh, I think it was, it was either Lala. I think it was Lala where he like, because I think it's in Grant Park. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, and like people go there a week before they start working on it. And bury a bottle of like alcohol, oh, yeah, and then they that. like find it, and then they like bury it. That's smart. that's amazing. That's extra brain cells. That's like that's such a good idea. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, there's there's no downside. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Now I haven't been to the only. I think the last music festival I went to was Mile of Music, which is in Appleton, Wisconsin, which is happening this week. I was so bummed that I missed the signups for it. Did you? You didn't play it. No. no, I haven't been. It the best music festival for artists. I mean, they put you up in a hotel, you get paid every show. I think it's like three days. I think we played five shows 
in three days. Um, I've heard it's amazing. It's amazing. There's like, there's like food you get fed every day. You go to like the artist hall. Um, I got earplugs, custom earplugs. That they even do like dental cleaning. Oh. You can go to a chiropractor. You can get like a massage. They're just like, come here, let's take care. Yeah, of like, you know they give you they they you know contribute to your four hundred one k. You know <laughs> they'll match it. You know, but. An incredible music festival. Was, uh, from what I've heard, people say it was it. It feels like what South by used mm. to be. Mm. It's very grassroots. It's small. It's a lot of up and coming bands. You know, nobody. There's not like a big name or anything. Nobody's like super pretentious. They're just like there. They just want to like be around music. Yeah. But I missed the signups. I was so pissed that I missed the signups. I. Do you think I should sign up for South by? The application's going on right now. I mean, like, do you think South by's worth it anymore? You're asking the wrong guy. I've never been, so I don't know. I've I've heard it's changed so much, and it's just I don't know. Part of me wants to do it. I mean, a lot of people get discovered from it, though. Like, from what I've heard now, but I like because it's like it it became so corporate, and unless you're doing like a big stage, like a like an official stage i just feel like festivals in general like for exposure are probably almost always worth it because you're gonna get a fairly decent draw even if you're doing a side stage you're gonna get people just to bleed over but that's just my humble opinion i I mean i don't know how the shape of south by southwest is nowadays like yeah it's like a pear Mm. pear shape just just pear shape just dexter's labs mom yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know i I think I, I want to do it again because I'm going to talk about I just miss I really miss shows and like doing a fest. But like my sister-in-law lives there, so mm. I could probably stay with her. Um, but I don't know. It'd be it'd be fun. I think I don't know. We'll see. I, I'll probably like reach out to like my contacts and maybe if I can just because that's the thing now with like shows like I just don't want to play any show. I'm too old. You know, I'm trying to just like leverage resources and just like get good shows, you know. Do virtual shows. Those are all the rage, right? So. Well, no, dude. I'm ready to do like my uh metaverse shows. Get somebody to create an there avatar with me just There you go. Just like dance <laughs> like those dorks to like Fortnite when uh Travis Scott <laughs> yeah. came and played and they're just <laughs> What a bunch of losers, dude. <laughs> I feel like I've said this before. I don't know. But now I think, I mean, I think the best way to do shows now, I mean, if you're just starting out doing shows, play any show you can get. You got to like cut your teeth. You got to get comfortable on stage. You got to figure out who you are on stage. Uh, You got to gel. Like I think like Joshua Powell plays all the time and their band is tight. They're so good. Um, But then I think, you know, once you kind of grow a little bit and you evolve, I think the next step is just to try to get opening slots. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're just, it's sales, dude. You just send, you send 50 emails a week and hopefully you get, you probably 10 of them respond to you and you might be able to get one, maybe two shows, you know? It's a grind. It's, it, it is such a grind, but, um, I don't know. We'll see. Go for it. We'll, Apply. We'll see. Why not? Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening everybody. Uh, my song, Where Did I Go Wrong is out now. Give it a listen. Um, and tell me why you don't like it so I can rip you to shreds and tell you why you're wrong. Have a good day.